Good morning, good noon, good afternoon, good evening, good night. It's your Orlando here again, bringing you the new episode of All Pro Wears. Okay, first of all, I don't have a script for today. Why? Because it's a Sunday. I just traveled back from New Jersey. That was like probably sixty miles away from my home, and. I have to prepare myself for my first high school finals. That is going to happen two days later, and also it is eleven p.m. What am I going to do? I don't know. So why did I travel sixty miles? Because like, it is all because of that man. If you're familiar with me or Opera Wears this podcast, it was created only for Anthony Rose Costanzo. I went to New Jersey again only for him. Why? Because he's going to Paris and for 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 an opera, and then come back to New York, probably four months later. So this is my only chance to meet him in twenty twenty four. And another reason is that I want to travel to New Jersey to see the world, to explore. So I went to Princeton University for the Princeton Symphony Orchestra and Anthony Rose Costanzo at the Richardson Auditorium. Ah,、uh, we have Rosen Milanov as the conductor today, and we got two contemporary pieces and one Handel's piece. I have to tell you guys the truth that I forgot to look through the program before I traveled to New Jersey or even before I purchased the ticket. So I went there. I received a program. By the way, they don't have a playbill. It's just a piece of paper. Did you hear it? Like, okay. So I look through it. I see the name of the conductor is also the music director for the Princeton University. Symphony Orchestra, and I saw two names. One is called Nina Shakira, and one is called Greg Spears. So, and you see inside of the parentheses, nineteen ninety five and nineteen seventy seven. Oh my God, you must related them with the word contemporary. So I went on Instagram. I DM my friend. I said, "Oh, guess what? I am at New Jersey today. Guess what? I am listening to contemporary pieces." And as one of the big classical fans, he definitely say something that I am not going to repeat in this podcast. But whatever, I love contemporary. If you know me personally, I listen to Skinberg and. We burn every day, which actually scared my neighbor because I was playing it through my speaker, and they thought I was watching a horror movie or something like that. Okay, no comments on that. Let's go back to this concert. So first, I arrived there like a、uh, an hour prior the performance start. So there's a actually a three minute section where. You are able to hear the composers say something about their works. So Rosa Milanov was there, serving as the MC for this little interview section. So he asked Nina some question first because, as we all know, we're gonna give some new people some opportunity to show first. I'm not saying that Nina Shkhar was new to me or like to, because last year or. 
the year before last year because it is 2022 back then. Uh, there's a series called After the Storm uh, by Eli Philharmonic. It is a series that presents Mozart, Beethoven, and Nina Shakahar's work. So that's where I learned her name, but she's still pretty new to like most of my audience and also me because I am not that into her music. So Nina talked a little bit about her cultural background and introduced the idea of quarter tone. So back to the day when I was like 7 or 8, I was browsing random stuff online and that's when I started to listen to Indian music. The idea of quarter tone is like in Western music, you have 7 notes from C to C, D, E, F. G, A, B, that's the seven notes. But in East, Eastern music, there are the ideas of quarter tone, which you have notes that's in between those seven Western notes that we consider. So, for example, we have the seven notes uh, from C to B. But like in Indian music, we have some notes that is in between them. You have You see the notes that in between those two notes, they're called quarter tone. By the way, if you are smart and clever, you will find out that I am actually singing the chorus part from Philip Glass Opera Agnaden. Okay, I cannot find where the quarter tone are at, so just like, can you Please sense the notes that's in between them. Yes. And then Gregory Spears speaks. I don't know why on the program it says Greg Spears, I guess. I don't know. Maybe he wants to call it by that name. I don't know. It's his choices and Princeton's choices. So he is a really famous composer. If you are into contemporary or operas, you must heard of his name. At least his works. His famous opera is The Fellow Travelers, which received massive amounts of compliments from critics all around the world. Me personally, I do like it. The opera is about Lavender Scare, which is a moral panic about homosexual people in the United States having in the mid 20th century. It is a part of discrimination in the United States history. The story is really solid and the music was there, fitting the story really well. And his latest opera is called Caster and Patient, also about some problems that exist in our society. The thing is based about the historical and continuing obstacles to African American land ownership in the United States. I haven't seen it yet because I am unable to access the full recording, but if you go online and search Caster and Patient, you will find some aureas from Caster and Patients in YouTube, and that's a great demonstration of Spear's composition. Talks about Spear, I actually have prepared a few questions for him, but like, after the talk finish, he just like walks away. So I tried to run really fast to catch him and I did. I was like, Mr. Spears, Mr. Spears. And he was like walking down to the cast room and I was like, 
please just like look back. I do prepare you some question. So finally, he found me, and I was like, "Hi, may I ask you some questions?" And he said, "Yes." So my question is based on his musical styles. So I asked him, "Do you consider yourselves?" Or you work some sort of like minimalism, and he said yes. He does think that there's a part of the DNA of minimalism that's inside of his work, and I said great to hear that. And I just made some comparison between his work and Puccini's because Puccini always composed those like tragedies, but now. Spears is more like a modern Puccini. Puccini's work is focused on the relationship between people and the tragedies in all flowers. For example, in Lobo M, you can see that between Mimi and Rodolphe, and in Madame Butterfly, which you will sing later this season. Oh, it's already open. I'm sorry. And also in Tosca, in Puccini's work, men and women. Died. I guess that's my most accurate description for Puccini's work. But in Spears' work, you can find that it is the tragedy of between human and the society. It is reflecting a larger aspect in his opera. Okay, so Spears' work is that kind of modern work that I would like to see. That I was expecting. Not the Carrie Carknell style. Okay, come on, that's the modern stuff we want to see. And after all of that talk and my little question, we wait for like thirty minutes. I was talking to the ticket scammer and accidentally found out that oh my god, there's actually other bathroom that's in the basement level, so I don't actually have to wait thirty minutes for the line for the bathroom on the first floor. Great. So I went down and I went up. Okay, the first composition came. It is Nina Shkar's orchestral work, Lumina. To be honest, it is way beyond all my expectation. I thought it is just a young composer's work, but like, if someone is famous. There must be some reason for their famousity. So, Lumina is an excellent work that is way beyond all my expectation. So, let me just play it right now, so you can sense the tone of the composition. So first is the deadly silence, then the sound of violin playing, some out of tune quarter tone. So from the twenty-five second beginning, you can already sense that kind of Eastern Asian feeling. Which immediately draw the audience's attention back to the work and back to the cultural and immigrant story of Nina herself. The dreamlike and spacious feeling of the beginning and the Eastern music. When I was there, sitting on the third row from the front in the orchestra, I felt myself having drifted to a desert. Without food, without water, without any accessible resource, but since I'm surrounded by the mystical 
Eastern Asian feeling that's so attractive is our natural desire of nature as human. And minutes pass. After all that chaos, we begin to enter another period. Is the transition between Eastern and Western also draw us back to Nina's personal immigration story? Myself, also as a first-generation immigrant, I can feel that kind of interconnection between one of my culture and the new environment I am in. So, from four minutes, we can see how the tone is. From the Eastern quarter tone back to the Western seven notes tone, that was amazing. The smooth transaction and the kind of story that was telling through this orchestra piece is truly amazing. And then we went back to the combination between Western and Eastern. Okay, let me just ask you: What do you feel? Okay, so me myself, let me answer the question myself. I feel Schoenberg, my favorite composer. I feel the sense of atonality music, one of my favorite genre of music. You see that? So there's a transaction from the Eastern quarter tone to the Western seven notes tone. Then to the Western concerto, then to atonality. That's what we're talking about here. She is actually representing the music history. You see, the smooth transaction between each genre made Lumina Lumina. This is where the greatness of this piece was shown. And also a big bravo for the first violin. She actually aced it. It is hard for you to get the exact notes from the quarter tone system in a Western instrument. It requires a lot of knowledge and also the familiarity between you and your instrument. A big bravo for her. After Lumina, we give it a round of applause. And people came to remove the conductor's decks, the chairs, and the music stands. And then my favorite Anthony Roth Costanzo came. He went on the stage and made eye contact with every audience, and he starts to sing our favorite Handel's piece. Yay, Arminio, or in Italiano, Arminio. So is an opera about, you know, those Western stories? A person killed another, and their empires they revolt against a person. But it's all fake. It's all non-fictions. Whatever. So Anthony sings, "Quella Fiamme," which means that fire from the opera. It is from the second act, which one of the main characters, Sigismondio. 
was pretty suffered. But you know, it is Baroque. It is Handel. The Baroque style is just too happy for this pyramid. By the way, that video was on YouTube. You can search the title Artist Notes slash Anthony Rose Costanzo and you'll be able to find it. So it is too happy to make you realize that it is actually a person suffering. You know, it turns into a competition between the clarinet and the singer. Wow. So enough for Handel because like because even if you're not into opera or music, but you still know the style of Baroque and the name Handel. I don't know what else can I say. So after I was so afraid of I am unable to give Anthony my flower, he's back again with Greg Spears' love story. actually from a poem by Tracy K. Smith. It is really interesting and kind of romantic for you to have a poem inside of your music and Spears music is just like solid and warm as I was expected. The word autumn reminds me of another song by it is a song not a composition or anything but a song the song by Anthony Rose Costanzo and Justin Vivibound from the album Only an Octave Apart. The song, the first song from the album is called Autumn Leaves. It also gives you the same similar sense of feeling and is really great. And also as a 14 years old teenager, I would like to say I love love stories, especially it is performance by a symphony orchestra. And if you like, Please just go on YouTube and search Love Story by Gregory Spears slash Tracy K. Smith and you'll find the excerpt uploaded by New York Philharmonic with the NYPhil and Anthony. Feeling so good to listen to it at home, but like it's an excerpt. Whatever, I just really like it. So there's a 15 minute intermission. I give Anthony my flower and my letter and he smiled at me. I smiled back. Yes, that's the end of my life. I mean, no, it's the happiest moment as an audience or a listener for Anthony. I just like his voice and I think he deserved my $3.99 Trader Joe's flower, which I carefully picked. And I asked him, do you have any other concert? He said that there will be another at Boston. And that's all. He's going to Europe. He's going to Paris. And coming back for Orfeo and Erodus. At the Met in May and June. So the 15 minute intermission and I come back to the room. And 
The Princess Symphony Orchestra starts playing Tchaikovsky's Symphony Number、no. Four in F Minor, Op. Thirty Six, which, according to my friend, the most underrated Tchaikovsky's work. Okay, I am a opera listener. I am not a classical music critic. In my entire fourteen and a half years life, I only listened to. Symphony Number、no. Four from Tchaikovsky for like three times. I don't know. I don't even remember. I just wanna say that I am not that into classical music, ra- rather than opera. But like, I do consider opera a part of classical music, but like in different genres. I I guess. So the Adante went pretty good, and and the other two measures went pretty well, and. I fell asleep during the last few lines of the third movement. So joyful. That's why people say classical music brings you good sleep, and then. The fourth movement came. As I said before, I was sitting on the third row, so the percussion went straight to my face. Oh my god, that was a shock! Those poor kids who want to sleep just. Get scared by the precaution! Oh my god! And there are nothing else I want to talk about. But like in the third movement, where the flute and the piccolo plays an important role. <laughs> By the way, that's the part for. Clarinet. I just play it for fun. So this is from nineteen ninety seven. That Baraboin was conducting the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. Those are places where you can see the differences between a school orchestra and a large world-known orchestra. The food at Princeton was like jumping all around. You can see they have difficulties controlling their breath and lips position in a short period of time. But rather, the professional players they do have better control over their. Muscles, but still, great job to the Princeton Symphony Orchestra. They are so good. They represent a high-level school orchestra. I love Princeton. It is a nice place with nice weather. If you do like cold weather, like me, and it is a small town, the atmosphere is really nice. It is a good place for you to travel to. I mean, it is at New Jersey. If you live in New York, you just pay probably around thirty dollars, go back there and go back. It's a nice place to visit or to tour. I love it, and I think this concert definitely worth 
It is prize. I enjoy every work, especially those two modern works that brings me an instant surprise and happiness. So glad to hear them. So glad to know those two composers more. And that's all I want to say in this episode. Again, I don't have a script prepared for today. I hope this episode won't be a mess. But like, have a nice evening and see you. In my next episode, they'll probably about the butterfly or some other operas. I don't know, but nice to see you guys. Nice to have this episode recorded without any script, and I am really glad to see Anthony today. Yay! So see you in my next episode. Have a really really good day or like week. I don't know, but I love you guys. I love every of my audience, and a special shout out for my friend JX. He's a really good audience. He brings me a lot of valuable feedbacks on every of my episodes, and appreciate for his listening. And I love every of my audience. And see you guys in my next episode. Bye. If anyone is still listening, please, I need help with my precalculus stuff. If you would like to help me, just send me an email, please. My email is alinatan at gmail dot com. It is A U L I N D A T A N G at gmail dot com. If you have any feedbacks or anything that you want to say to me, please just send me an email. And see you guys in my next episode. Bye. I have to sleep.